I love that song because it just kind of gets my heart pumping. I would try not to sing too much because it takes my breath away. I love to sing and to dance and celebrate how good God is. And what a great declaration to begin a service, yeah? Yeah, go ahead and have a seat. Thank you for being here. My name is Tim English. I'm one of uh, your pastors here at Church on Hill. We're glad to have you here, all of you. And if, uh, if you're newer with us, thank you for letting our church be a part of your spiritual journey to learn more about God. Uh, here at Church on Hill, we're all about helping people know God and to find freedom as they walk with God and then to discover their purpose and to begin serving and playing a role in what God wants to do in Yamhill County. And so thank you for being part of us here, for visiting with us. And maybe you would find that Connect card uh, in front of you, and you would fill that out and uh, drop it off at one of the uh, offering boxes on your way out or at the uh, Welcome Center as well. And hey, if you have a prayer request, you can also use the backside of that Connect card and let us know how we can be praying along with you uh, as you face some things in your life. So uh, make use of that. Today is the third Sunday, and so immediately following the service, our life track, which is to help people understand who we are as a church, is step three. And in step three, it's discover purpose, and we want to help you uh, learn more about your behavioral tendencies, your spiritual gifts, and how your passions and experiences are all part of how God is shaping you and how he wants to use you, uh, not only in, in the everyday of your life, but also as part of the family of God here. So immediately following the service... In room 112, uh, child care uh, and lunch is provided. And so if you haven't completed that step, we'd love to invite you to do that, okay? Uh, we have been two weeks into 21 days of prayer. And so can I get a little bit of shout-out for some of you that, yeah, have been part of that? It's a great opportunity to just to focus in on some several themes, but really in our own relationship with God. But this week will be uh, some special emphasis for us as a church Uh, On many of the nights this week, we're going to have some special prayer emphasis uh, here uh, for the ministries of our church and some of the groups of our church, uh, um, like children and and students and and whatnot. But also, we're going to be celebrating our communion as part of Thursday evening. So if you'd love to be part of any of these days this week, all the way through Saturday from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m., we'd love to have you join us for some of that, okay? And then uh, I want to mention that just next week... We will begin a new series, Grace is Greater. And you've seen some promotion. There's an insert talking about groups uh, in your worship guide. But as we step into this new series and we talk about something that is familiar to us, grace, grace is greater. It, hopefully in the, in the context of our series, we're going to learn more about who God is, this grace, and even expand our understanding. And so as much as we can... We can understand in the breadth and the depth of God's grace. Hopefully in this process, God will teach us a little more about it and that we might experience the grace in our lives. And so we want to encourage you, uh, when this service is over, to step outside into the lobby, grab up your free devotional book, uh, grab an $8 grace book, and perhaps consider getting into a group. Because these are all tools for helping you to grow in your relationship with God. Uh, I also want to mention that if you look in your worship guide, there is an insert there that will highlight 30 open groups. As of today, we're having about 50 groups that are participating in our series, and there is room for you if you're not already in a group. So look at that over, stop by one of the tables outside, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you as we start the series next week. That being said, I'm going to ask you to stand. We have a great morning planned out for you. God is in the house. Say hi to somebody, and we'll get started.
<laughs> All right, guys, let's bring it back around. You can have a seat. We're in 21 days of prayer, so I thought it would be good. Why don't we just bring 21 days of prayer on a Sunday? So that's what we're going to do. Do you know... Do you know the one thing that Jesus' disciples asked Jesus to teach them? How to pray. In Luke chapter 11, verse 1, Jesus' disciples say, Hey, Lord, teach us to pray. And that question continues today. Many people, a lot of people say, Pastor Dave, I don't know if I really understand how to, how to pray. And so what Jesus does is Jesus gives his disciples, he gives us this guide to prayer, what we now call the Lord's Prayer, to help us connect with God in a, in a deeper way, uh, to, to allow God to speak to us and continue to transform us, to allow us to meditate on what God has done for us and what God will continue to do for us, and then to teach us, teach us what we should ask for. And there's really three things. We ask for provision, we ask for forgiveness, and we ask for protection. And so what I, what I want to do is I want to encourage you to, to, to join me every Sunday night, sometime between 6 and before you go to bed, in praying the Lord's Prayer. In your worship guide, you have a, you have a guide. I, I put it in here, a Lord's Prayer guide. We're going to actually use this guide today in our service. But I, I, I'd like you to use it individually or in your family, whatever that family means to you. And if you have kids, this is a great way to teach them the Lord's Prayer and how to pray. Not just to memorize it, but to use it the way Jesus wants us to use it, as a guide to take us deeper. 6 p.m. to sometime before you go to bed, all of us praying together every Sunday night, somewhere, wherever you are throughout our city, and my prayer is, is that it will bring more unity to us, that God will just continue to empower us as a community of faith to be who God has called us to be here in McMinnville. And this is what we're going to do today. It's going to be a little different service. If you're a guest with us, we typically don't do this, but when we do, we enjoy it. It's going to be a worship and prayer service. We're going to be up and we're going to be down like our Catholic brothers and sisters often are. So I'm telling you that in advance. If you can't stand and sing, sometimes it's okay. You can stay seated. But I'm going to invite you every time to stand and sing as we sing these songs that take us to a deeper place in our prayer. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? Well, this is how Jesus teaches us how to pray. He begins this way. Our Father in heaven. Right off the bat, Jesus wants to, us to understand how how we are to come to God in prayer, how, do we, how, how we are to approach God as our Father. And so what I want to do is I want to take a piece of Scripture, and I want to pray this, this Scripture to start us off, get us into this focus as God our Father and everything that God has done for us. And I'm going to show this Scripture on the screen, and you're going to see some yellow, yellow words. Those are just my words added in as I pray as I pray scripture, and I probably will ad-lib some more, I just want to show you how you can take scripture and turn it into a prayer. So will you come to God, our Father, and pray this way with me as the Apostle Paul prays in Ephesians chapter 1. All praise to you, O God, the Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You, Father God, have blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. Even before you made the world 
you, God our Father, loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in your, in your fatherly eyes. Oh, Father God, you decided to in advance to adopt us into your family by bringing us to you through Jesus Christ. So we praise you, Father God, for your glorious grace that you have poured out on us. You, Father God, are so rich in kindness and grace that you purchased our freedom with the blood of your Son, and you forgave our sins. You, Father God, have showered your kindness on us with all of your wisdom and understanding. Oh, Father God, you are a good, good Father. It's who you are, and we give you praise that we are loved by you. You know just what we need before we even say a word. You are perfect in all of your ways. Your love is undescribable, and your peace is unexplainable as you call us deeper into your love. And so we just stand. We just stand together this morning, and we just want to thank you for being a good, good father. And I heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like that I've heard. A tender whisper of love, the dead of night, and you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never alone. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. Oh, and I've seen many searching
can hardly think as you go Deeper still as you go Deeper still as you go it's important to understand that this is the first time in scripture that we are encouraged to come to God in prayer as father Jesus wants us to approach God as father for me the significance of this is astounding especially when you think about who our father God is so will you pray with me these these names of God that describe who God is. Oh God, you are the God of our salvation. You are the righteous God. You are the sanctifier God. That is, you purify us. You don't just save us from our sins. You give us a clean heart, God. You are a merciful God. That is, you withhold your judgment when we may deserve it. You are a compassionate God who just showers us with your grace, with your love and your mercy. Oh, God, you, you are our shepherd, as, as David prays in Psalm 23. We shall not want. You always provide what we need, God. You make us lay, lay down and lie down in green pastures. You make us walk by quiet waters. That is, you give us peaceful rest at night. You calm all that chaos in our life, God. You quiet the storms. Oh, God, you restore us in every way. You, you God, you're, your rod and your staff, they comfort us. And I never thought, what does that mean, God? Well, the rod, the shepherd's rod, it's what they, they dip in oil to heal the wounds of their sheep. And so in this way, God, you are our healer, God. You heal the wounds of our hearts. You heal our emotions and our spirits and our bodies, God. Thank you for being the healer, God. And you are our shepherd, God, too. You, your staff, you, you protect us. You are our protector, God. You are our mighty God. You, you are our banner of victory. You, you defeat all the enemies that may come our way and so that we can just rest in your love, God. You, you are the all-sufficient God. You are the God who provides for us. And when we go through those valleys of the shadow of death, when we have that curveball come in life, 
you as, as you were to Hagar, as she was thrown to the side uh, as Sarah's maidservant after she had Abraham's child and, and she's lonely, she's out there and she cries out to you and you hear her cry and you meet her need. She says, you are the God who sees me. Oh God, you are the God who sees us every step of the way. And so we simply say, hallowed be your name. When we add up all your names, God, the names that we've, we've mentioned and the names that we haven't, there can be no doubt that you have a beautiful name, that you have a wonderful name, that you have a powerful name, God. Oh, God, when we, when we think about all your names, which define who you are and, and what you do, you have no rival. Oh, God, you, you have no equal. Your name is above all names. And so this morning, as brothers and sisters in Christ, as people who have been saved by you, we just stand this morning in honor of your name as we acknowledge that you are the God who reigns forever and forever. Amen. You were the word at the beginning, one with God the hidden glory and creation now revealed in you are Christ what a beautiful name it is what a beautiful name it is the name of Jesus Christ my King what a beautiful name it is and nothing compares to this What a beautiful name it is The name of Jesus Hallelujah. You didn't want heaven without us So Jesus, you brought sin was great, your love was greater, what could separate us now, what a wonderful name it is, what a wonderful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ, my King, what a wonderful name it is. Wonderful name it is, the name 
done says. You may be seated. Mm. So Jesus says, teaches us to pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And then he instructs us to pray this way, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What does that mean? What does it mean when we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done? Well, when that happens, that means that we have been rescued by God. We have been freed by God. We have been redeemed by God. We have been filled by God, which causes us, we just can't help it then, to live in right relationship with God and every other person in our sphere of influence. And when that happens, that's when God's kingdom comes because that's what God's kingdom is all about, peace and gentleness and kindness as we interact with each other. So will you join with me this morning in praying for God's kingdom to come and God's will to be done? Let's just begin asking for that to happen in this, in this country that we call the United States of America. Oh God, please, may your kingdom come and your will be done in the president of our United States, in Donald Trump's heart. Oh God, may this be the year that he comes to know you, that he bows before you as his Lord and Savior, God. Oh, may you, may your kingdom come, your will be done in every single congressman and woman's life this year, in our senators' lives this year, God. Oh, may your kingdom come and your will be done in, in, our, in our Supreme Court and the justices there. May they rule with your justice and your mercy. Oh, may all the leaders of our country begin to model their life after you. Oh, may they exercise their power with your mercy and your grace and your love, God. Oh, in our interesting state here, beautiful state of Oregon, God. Oh, may you speak and move in the life of our governor. Oh, God, may you speak and move in the life of every mayor in our, in, in our state, God. Here in McMinnville and in Newburgh and in Carleton and Dayton and Sheridan and Amity. Oh, God, may you just... Breathe new life. May your kingdom come and your will be done in our police force, in our fire department, God, in every social service arena here, God. Oh, God, may may your kingdom come and your will be done here in your sanctuary, in your holy place. Every time we enter it, may you move in us, in our mind, in our soul, in our spirit, in our heart, God. May you make us more like you, God. Oh, may you move, may your kingdom come and your will be done where our teens and our children gather, God. Oh, may this be a place where they can come and feel safe, where they can hear your truth, where they're not being called mean and nasty names. Instead, words of life are being prayed over them and breathed over them, and that helps them understand that they are a child of you, God. Oh, may your kingdom come and your will be done in every single ministry here at Church on the Hill. Oh, may you use our compassionate ministry, our hope on the hill to to just feed people, clothe people, give people hope, let them see and experience your love and then come to know you, God. Oh, God, may your kingdom come and your will be done in our marriages, God. Oh, may you heal them. May this be the year. No more divorce here, God. We pray against that spirit of divorce. 
We pray for your spirit of healing and reconciliation, God. Oh, have your way in our, in our homes, God. Oh, please may your kingdom come and your will be done so there's no more discord in our family, that we all affirm each other. We all work as a godly units, just showing the world a different way to live, God. Oh, may your kingdom come and your will be done in us individually, in every way, in our eating. May we see food differently as just a source of nutrition. Help us not to overindulge. Oh God, may we see these financial resources that you've given us in a different way. And so may your kingdom come and your will be done there so that we become a people who live below our means so that you can use us to meet needs and to bless people, God. Oh God, may, may your kingdom come and your will be done in our mouths. May we be words of life, people. Oh God, may your kingdom come and your will be done in each and every small group as we enter into this all-church journey called Grace is Greater. Oh, we want more of your grace in our life, God. Every time we meet, may you move in us. May we experience your salvation and your freedom and your redemption. Oh, God, may we experience it in a new way. And so, God, we have no doubt as we enter this season together on this all-church journey, we have no doubt that you're going to move. We have no doubt that someone will move from death to life, that someone will move from darkness to light, that someone will move from defeat to victory. Oh, God, someone's going to move from shame to grace in this series, God. Somebody's going to move forward in life from bondage to freedom, from dread to expectation, from mourning to dancing. Oh, God, your kingdom come, we pray and your will be done in someone's life, in my life, in Church on the Hill's life, right now, today, God, oh, please, your kingdom come, your will be done, so that we can make a difference in this world. So God, move. Oh, God, please move. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done right here, right now. Will you stand and sing that with me and pray that with me as our worship team leads us in this song. Spirit of God, fall fresh on us. We need your presence. Your kingdom come, your will be done, here as in heaven. Sing it again. Spirit of God, fall fresh on us. We need your presence. Your kingdom. Your will be done here as in heaven. Yes. The atmosphere is changing now. For the Spirit of the Lord is here. 
just move. You may be seated. Oh God, you say, Psalm 121, the psalmist says, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help, where does it come from? It comes from the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. So will you commit with me to follow Jesus's instruction in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 to seek first God's kingdom Oh, God, may your peace just rule in our land and in our world. Oh, will you seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness? That is, may you have a heart desire to live a life of conformity to God's will no matter what. And then, and then do what Jesus encouraged us to do. Trust that God will take care of the rest. So will you continue to pray with me as Jesus taught? Oh, Father God, please. Give us our daily bread. Oh God, please give us 
what we need today. You are the God who cares about everyday issues. You, you showed us by example, you, you turned water into wine at a wedding. I mean, you care about those things. You fed 5,000 people who were hungry. You are the God who, who, who says, come on, I'm gonna give you rest for your weary hearts, your weary body. You care about the everyday. And so this morning, we just ask for that babysitter that we need so that we, we, can, we can work and provide for our family. God, we, we ask you for that job that we need so that we can, we can put food on our table. God, we ask for that, that job that, that you, you made for us. We, we want to be in a life-giving job. So please, God, give that to us. We ask you, we ask you for friendship. Oh, you've created us to be relational beings. Give us that godly friend so we can live life together, encouraging each other and holding each other accountable, God. Oh, please, God, help us to desire less. Curb our appetites for the things of this world and then fill us with you. God, we ask you for patience and wisdom and discernment daily, hourly in our relationships so that we do not cop an attitude, so that we do not speak a word of death over somebody. Oh, Father God, we are asking and we are trusting that you will provide our daily needs. But we just affirm and that your careful hands they, they, they hold us. Your kindness, God, as we experience it, it is so overwhelming. Your hope, your hope is for us is, is unending and, and you have never given up on us. Oh, we will always remember from our first breath into our last that you are the God who has carried us every step of the way. There wasn't a day that you were not by our side there wasn't a day that you let us fall. Yeah, maybe we've made some bad turns which caused us to trip and stumble, but you are the God who picks us up because you are the God who is always faithful. Please stand with me and sing about this God who is faithful to the end. May this be your prayer. Your heaven's fun creation is part of moderation, treasures woven by his love. His careful hands they hold us safe within his promise of calling and of destiny. Sing out all you've done. 
with worship music playing sometimes forming my prayer just sitting with God and sometimes I just pull out this Lord's prayer and just use it as the guide as we're doing today and I I hope that I hope that this encourages you to 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 think about the Lord's prayer in a different way to use it the way Jesus Jesus instructed us to use it as a guide to go deeper And so Jesus, again, teaches us, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us our daily bread. And then he gets into this whole forgiveness issue. I want to read this scripture to you from John chapter 1, verse 9, where the apostle John says this, if we confess our sins, he that is Father God, He is faithful and just and will forgive our sins. This is the grace of the forgiveness of sins. Oh, and if you haven't experienced that yet, I hope today is the day that you receive God's forgiveness. And it doesn't just stop there, as as John tells us. If we confess our sins, not only is he faithful and just to forgive us our sins, but also to purify us from all unrighteousness. That's the grace of the purity of hearts. That's when, that's when God does such a work in us that our heart desires not to live a life of me, myself, and I keep tripping and stumbling and falling. No. It's where our heart bent is to love God and to love neighbor. And when we do trip and stumble, because we will at times, Oh, our heart desires to get up looking at God and say, oh God, please continue to do your work in me. And so Jesus instructs us to pray, oh Father God, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Oh yeah, this is the prayer phrase. I don't know about you, but I think most of us, including me, we don't like to dwell on because it causes us to lay naked in front of God with all of our issues, with our uncontrollable tongue, with maybe our brutal temper, with our propensity to cheat. We call it fudging. With our propensity to lie. We call it being, I don't know, crafty, maybe. Being nice. Oh, for our propensity to to just live selfish lives. We don't like sitting with this one, this petition, because it, it causes us to lay naked in front of God with all of our broken relationships. God, you mean that you want me to forgive 
my husband for looking at that sight? God, do you know how it makes me feel when he does that? It makes me feel less than human, God, like a piece of meat. You want me to forgive him? Wow, God. You want me to forgive her? My wife? Who seems to always cut me with her words? Make me feel less than a man? Puts me into a hole like I can do nothing right? You, you, you actually want me to forgive her for speaking words of death over me, it seems, daily? God, you, you want me to forgive that person in my life who has wounded me deeply, scarred me. You want me to forgive them? Mm. Not only does this This petition caused us again to lay bare, lay naked in front of God with all of our mess-ups. Oh yeah, it's a conditional request. We are forgiven as we forgive. Mm. And as if to intensify this petition, this is the only petition that Jesus seems compelled to amplify. In verses 14 and 15, Jesus says this, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, yeah, that person who has wounded you deeply, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Wow. I just want us to take a breath this morning. There's a three by five card in your row. And I'd like you to take that out and there's pens. If you have a pen, use it. If, if you wanna toss a pen down a row for someone else to share it, that would be great. I, I, I want us to have, have some time of confession this morning. And on one side of the card, I, I want you to write down all of your sin issues. And if God has already freed you from them, you know what your weaknesses are. I want you to name them. Just write those out because the evil one's not gonna give up. The evil one's gonna try to regain some territory. So just be honest for a moment. Take a moment to to write down your particular sin or weakness issues this morning. On the other side of that card, I want you to write the names of the people who you need to forgive. Ooh. Just trust me on this one. Maybe you don't even know their name. Just write down that person.
And here's what I'd like you to do with this card this morning. Our worship team is going to sing a song, and I'd like you to experience the grace of the forgiveness of sins. I'd like you to experience God's freedom this morning. And I'd like you to take this card, if you're so moved by God to do it, and come and, and, and lay it here at God's altar of grace and be freed. Leave it where it belongs at the foot of the cross of Jesus Christ and walk away a new person, a, a person that breaks free from any chain of bitterness. We no longer have to live in that prison. We may not be reconciled with that person. That person may not, it may not even be healthy for us to be reconciled, but we can walk away with a clean heart, a free heart. And if there's anybody here this morning who just wants some individual special prayer, as you drop your card off, if you want to go to our cross, I'm going to ask Jim to be at one cross and his wife to be at another cross. And, and they may just listen and just give you a word from God, just pray over you as you are walking into this freedom. So will you stand with me this morning as our, as our worship team leads us in this song? May you come to the altar, leave anything that needs to be left here at God's altar and walk away free and whole.
says this in Ephesians 6, 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's not against that person in our life. No, that's another God creation that the evil one may be using to cause mischief. That's not our enemy. Mm -mm. Our enemy is these rulers against these authorities, these powers of this dark world, these spiritual forces of evil. And so Jesus tells us to pray this way and do not lead us into temptation, God. That is... May there not be anything in us that causes you to test us, but instead deliver us from the evil one. So, oh God, we pray this morning. We stand on your word and we pray that the enemy is driven out from each and every one of us, from our home and from our workplace, from our church, from our children, from our loved ones, God. We declare that the evil one is not able to stand against us. No weapon formed against us will prosper because... The spirit of the Lord is with us, protecting us. We declare these truths in the name of Jesus. Anything that comes against us or our family that is not in line with your truth, with your will, we command to bow at the powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Oh, Father God, will you give, we give you all of our thanksgiving and our praise and in all honor to you, God. Oh, we thank you for loving us and making us clean and giving us purpose, Father God. And although the evil one is real, oh, you, Father God, are more powerful. And so in the name of the Lord, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and in the power of the Holy Spirit, we now renounce and break free from all bondages that keep us from being who you, Father God, have created us to be. In particular, we ask you, oh, please, Father God, to free us from the evil one's bondage of greed and of pride and of shame and of fear and of anxiety. Oh, God, please free us from sexual impurity, God. Oh, please free us from rejection. We thank you, God, for setting us free Oh, God, we thank you for being with us through every storm of life because you are our calm. Thank you, God. You have already won every spiritual battle that may go on in our life. And so our life is secure in you. Through the storm, you guide us. You are the powerful God. You are above it all, God. Oh, God, we believe in you. And so my brothers and sisters in Christ, Will you just stand with me this morning and sing and affirm our need 
our need for God, our need for Jesus in every area of our life. Oh, please sing with our worship team as they sing this beautiful song.
We're going to end with this. We're going to end with these words and then this powerful song. Say this scripture with me from Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17. Ah, sovereign Lord, you made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. So we pray, and in the Protestant tradition, we pray this at the end of the Lord's Prayer. For yours is the kingdom. All authority belongs to you, God. For yours is the power. Oh, you are more powerful than the evil one. And you give us your power to say no to sin and yes to God in all things. And yours is the glory forever and forever. Why? Because you are the lion and the lamb. So will you sing this song with me? He is the lion and he is the lamb. May these words be your prayer as we close our service today.
can stop the Lord Almighty? Who 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 can stop the using this Lord's Prayer Guide as one example, as a way to just engage God in prayer, to take you to a deeper place, to renew and refresh your spirit. Oh, I want us to be a deeper praying church. I want us to just, just partner with God, to ask for God's kingdom to come and God's will to be done here on earth as it is in heaven where everyone comes to know this God who saves, who frees, who redeems, who fills. Oh, will you join with me in this God journey? I love you guys. Thanks for this morning. Thanks for praying with me to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you. It did my heart well. And may you go today with God's blessing, with God's favor, with God's power, with God's strength, and may God use you to bring God's kingdom here on earth. Amen and amen. You are dismissed to go.